0: I'm Governor Larry Hogan. Our state is taking unprecedented and aggressive actions in the fight to stop the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic here in Maryland. As you know, I recently issued a stay-at-home directive to ensure that no Marylander leaves his or her home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential purpose. I know how difficult this is on each and every one of you. There's a great deal of fear and anxiety. And the truth is that none of us really know how bad this is going to get, or how long it's going to last. But I can promise you that there are a great many dedicated people doing tremendous things, working around the clock, and doing their very best to help keep Marylanders safe. In the days to come, we're going to need to depend on each other, to look out for one another, and to take care of each other, because we are all in this together, and we will get through this together.
1: This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now.
2: Good morning. It's Monday, April 13th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Well, for the second time in less than a year, the Anne Arundel County Democratic Central Committee is going to be selecting a delegate to represent the Annapolis area in the General Assembly. Last year, it was the death of former Speaker of the House Mike Bush, and and his death triggered the appointment process. And this year, it was the resignation of former Delegate Alice Kane. Saturday night at midnight, all the applications were due in, and now we know who is vying to become our next delegate. And those people are Andrew Bowen, Jamie Burton, Richard Cerullo, Rhonda Pindell-Charles, who is the current Alderwoman for Ward 3 in the city of Annapolis, Matthew Dolan, John Giannetti, who is a former one-term delegate, a former one-term state senator, as well as a former chairman of the Annapolis Democratic Central Committee, Vicki Gibson, who is a current judge of the Orphans Court for Anne Arundel County, William Henry Green, former candidate for delegate, Serple Goosen, Chrissy Holt, a former candidate for senator in District 30, Dana Jones. Scott McMullen, a local attorney, friend of the podcast and host of the Annapolis podcast, also a former candidate for Anne Arundel County District 6, Lonnie Moyer, daughter of former Mayor Ellen Moyer, Ian Pfeiffer, the former two-term alderman for the city of Annapolis in Ward 7, Jacqueline Roche. Wayne Taylor, who is the current vice chair of the Anne Arundel County Democratic Central Committee, also a former candidate for mayor for the city of Annapolis and a former alderman for city of Annapolis. Ellie Tierney, who is the current alderwoman of Ward 1 in the city of Annapolis. John Wardell and John Wells. Unfortunately, with the way this process is laid out, we don't have any information on these candidates other than what we know or can find out because the applications and the resumes are all confidential to the committee. However, if you do want to put in a good word on any of the candidates, you can do so by email at... Arundel Dems at gmail.com, but they have to be received no later than 11.59 p.m. on April 14th. That's just two days away. After they receive them and they interview all the candidates, they will be having a public meeting, which the public is not allowed to attend because of the COVID-19 pandemic, but that is going to be happening on Thursday, April 16th at 7 p.m., and that will be live-streamed, although they don't know exactly how they're going to live-stream it just yet, so stay tuned. Speaking of staying tuned, you want to tune in tomorrow because i I'm going to have a little bit of an opinion on this. Down here in Annapolis, Mayor Gavin Buckley is going to deliver his annual State of the City address to the City Council tonight, as well as his budget. He did announce last week that there is a $4 million shortfall in the budget due to the costs associated with fighting the coronavirus. So they are asking all the city departments to make cuts, and they're going to hash that out and figure it all out. Again, because of the state of emergency, Everything is live streamed and the meetings are actually held virtually. Last time they did this, Alderman Arnett wore a tuxedo. But you can catch them on Annapolis City TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live. It is not aired on the Comcast or the Verizon channels. If you want to leave public comment, you need to do it online at least four hours prior to every meeting. And the only place you can leave public testimony is at the website annapolis.gov testimony. Well, it seemed inevitable and now it is official. The Commissioning Week events and graduation for the United States Naval Academy Class of 2020 have been canceled for this year. The word came out on Friday afternoon and in a statement sent out by Superintendent Vice Admiral Sean Buck, he said, this was a very difficult decision to come to, but due to the national impact of the coronavirus, I have canceled our traditional Commissioning Week public events in order to safeguard the health and welfare of the entire Naval Academy family and local community, which has been my number one. One strategic priority since the onset of the pandemic he did say that he's working on ways to get the midshipmen to experience some of the pomp and circumstance and events surrounding commissioning week but he's not quite sure how that's going to happen yet so unfortunately we won't see the blue angels we won't see graduation the herndon monument climb the color parades the sea trials or any of that this year but it is all for the best If you want to go to Ionanapolis.net, we do have the announcement of that. And we do have some links to past Commissioning Week. So if you want to relive it vicariously, that's your place to do it. Speaking of COVID, just a brief update over the weekend. As of now, Maryland has confirmed 8,225 cases with 235 deaths, and Anne Arundel County has 659 cases with 27 deaths. Both of those numbers are actually down from the prior couple days, so that's the start of a good trend, I think. We will have more numbers out around 10 o'clock today, so you want to check back with ionannapolis.net for that. And finally, as we wrap up, I'm really excited about this. We got together with Liquified Creative and we decided to do something for the community. We put our heads together and what came out of that meeting was AnnapolisGives.com. It is a three-pronged effort and one is a virtual tipping jar. If you are a service-based employee that is laid off, you can put your name in there and people can tip you directly to your Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App account when they're at home pouring their own cocktail or possibly serving their own drink. Service industry people include hairdressers and bartenders and servers and hostesses and bussers and dishwashers and hairstylists and musicians as well. So go on in there, register, there is no cost to you and any tips that come through to that go directly into you. We were able to get together with Steve Carr, who had made a fairly extensive spreadsheet of servers, and we were able to import that. He was kind enough to let us use that information. So we're really excited on that. And if you do give, you've got the chance to share it. Use the hashtag AnnapolisGives. The second component of it is a Maryland Heroes book. This is a resource guide. It has vital community information and resources, as well as ways to stay engaged and healthy at home, and lots of fun activities for all ages. You've got creative coloring pages that range from beginner to advanced. A whole lot more. It's interactive. Again, you can get that at annapolisgives.com. And finally, the last part of this is that Liquified Creative is offering up a pro bono, that means free, branding and design project for one local business or nonprofit. In addition, what we're doing is we're throwing in six months of digital advertising on that as well. So there's a chance that if you believe that your business or nonprofit could use a professional redesigning your brand, go to AnnapolisGives.com, fill out the form, and you might be in. Pretty excited about this. My most excitement is coming from the virtual tip jar. I really do hope that people take advantage of this. Please share this news and information. Let's make sure that the people that have been furloughed or laid off are being taken care of to the best of our abilities. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out Ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. If you are someplace where you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that as well. And let your friends and family know about us and how to get us and all that. Finally, you want to hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in a minute. And then after that, we have Ann Alcina with your Money Monday report. All that coming up in just one minute. But first, this brief message from Solar Energy Services.
3: Hello Marylanders, this is Rick Peters, President of Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland. First, I'd like to recognize Governor Larry Hogan and County Executive Stuart Pittman for their leadership through this pandemic, as we all continue to adjust to new norms in these challenging times. To be sure, we'll come out of this situation with some permanent changes to our way of life, including the possibility of a greater commitment to a more holistic and sustainable lifestyle. Because of that, Maybe now is a good time for you to start thinking about your energy future, including a shift to solar for your home or business. Fortunately, Solar Energy Services utilizes interactive technology tools that allow us to continue to do business safely while providing detailed, accurate presentations and proposals from a distance. So don't hesitate to schedule a free solar design with us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a wasting. But together, we'll get through this.
1: Going out? You need the most up to date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast.
4: Hey everyone, this is George with DMD Weather, and this is your ION Annapolis forecast for Monday, April 13th. Yesterday worked out pretty nicely for Easter Sunday in the Annapolis region with temps near 70 degrees and mostly dry skies throughout the day, but it's going to be a much different story today as showers and storms have been moving through the region since around 8 to 10 p.m. last night, with a likelihood of more storms this morning into the afternoon, some of which could be severe rated as a strong storm moves northward well to the west of the Mid Atlantic region. And as that storm moves by today, very gusty winds are expected this morning into the evening hours, with gusts between 40 and 60 miles per hour at times, making the primary threats from this weather event damaging winds and potentially flooding rains that could end up bringing 1 to 3 inches of total rainfall when all is sudden done as temps jump up into the mid-70s to low-80s for highs today before dropping back some 20 to 30 degrees for highs into the 50s to lower 60s tomorrow through the weekend. But until then, stay tuned for updates the rest of this morning into this afternoon as the potential for severe weather of various types is way up with damaging winds, flooding rains, some hail and even potential tornadoes in the mix. And it is a fairly elevated threat as this dangerous weather system impacts all of Maryland today. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMD VA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Hi, this is Brian Griffiths, the founder of Maryland Podcast Month. Maryland Podcast Month was founded
2: in 2018 to draw attention to all of the great podcasts and podcasters here in Maryland. And during this time of social distancing, there is no better time to start learning more about locally produced podcasts. Shows like my podcast, Red Maryland Radio, Eye on Annapolis, the Conduit Street Podcast, JB's Drive-In Podcast, the Maryland Crabs, Quality Time, the Society Fringe Players, and more are still putting out fresh content. Visit MarylandPodcastMonth.com to learn more about these great Maryland podcasts. That's MarylandPodcastMonth.com, and we thank you for your support of local content.
1: Your money, managing and investing it can be confusing and sometimes scary. Here to help you put your financial picture into focus is Ann Alsina from covington Alcina with your Monday Money Report.
5: This is Ann Alcina of Covington Alcina with your Monday Money Report. The markets rebounded last week, up over 10%. We're back at May 2019 levels for the overall stock market. Why did this happen? Investors reacted to several pieces of information, signs that the social distancing is working and the number of new coronavirus cases is flattening, a deal between Russia and Saudi Arabia on oil output, and movement by the Federal Reserve Bank to provide another $2.3 trillion in support to the economy. Those are all good things. On the downside, over 16 million people have filed for unemployment. And deaths from the coronavirus continue to rise. If we can't reopen the economy soon, there are estimates that 10% or more of small businesses may not survive the shutdown, which all sounds like we're headed for the zombie apocalypse. Or at least another depression. Things are different than the Great Depression, though, for several reasons. The initial crash in 1929 was made worse by government policy. First, the Federal Reserve Bank tightened the monetary supply. They raised interest rates in 1928 and 1929, reducing the monetary supply by about 7%. Then, the federal government compounded this by raising both corporate and individual tax rates, cutting government spending by 25%, and increasing regulation. This was then made even worse by a protracted global trade war. The Great Depression lasted 10 years. Compare that to the current crisis. The Fed has acted quickly and decisively to put liquidity into the economy. They have lowered interest rates and purchased government and corporate bonds and increased lending capabilities to financial institutions. The government has dramatically increased spending, and no one is talking about raising taxes right now. Finally, while we are still working through trade negotiations with China, as a whole, the global economy has much fewer protectionist trade policies. As a result, we expect the overall U.S. economy to bounce back much more rapidly, and we are not looking at another depression. And if you're wondering what the difference between a recession and a depression is, a recession is a gradual decline of the economy that occurs over at least six months. In 1974, the commissioner of the Bureau of Labor Statistics gave a more in-depth dictionary definition. This included that there needed to be a 1.5, one and a half percent decline in gross national product, or the total value of all goods and services produced in a given year, plus foreign investment. And unemployment needed to reach 6% or higher. On the other hand, a depression is an extended recession, or serious decline in the economy that lasts for years. For a depression to be in effect, unemployment rates need to rise above 20%, and there needs to be a significant decline in gross domestic product, among other factors. In short, a recession is simply a short-term economic trough. But a depression is a recession on steroids. Since 1854, the United States has experienced 33 recessions and only one depression. We still expect continued market volatility, meaning the market will have more drops to come over the next few weeks. If you're fortunate enough to have retained your job, keep investing through this. If you've been laid off, take advantage of the various government programs, including increased unemployment, mortgage and student loan forbearance, and ability to tap into retirement funds. Do what you have to do to get through, and we'll all dig out together when it's over. We continue to provide new updates online, so visit us at www.covingtonalcina.com and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash Covington Alcina. We're sending out emails with research and investment commentary, and you can sign up on our Facebook page for those as well. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group or registered investment advisor. Covington Alcina and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in the show for general information only are not to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor or you haven't heard from yours, come talk to us. This is Anne Alcina with Covington Alcina.
1: Whether it's a fire, a hurricane, or a virus, Annapolis comes together. We've done it time and time again because this is a town that gets it. A town that knows how to lift each other up when the world falls down. As we face this new challenge, I encourage our community to come together as we've always done. I'm Steve Samaras from Zachary's Jewelers. I pledge to lend a hand to support my family, my team, my neighbors, and the small businesses in our town. Together, let's do what we've always done. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis.